Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, everybody? Atachi266 here, and today is a special this week's icon episode. And I have the one and only Soulbound Leather. Now, let me tell you about let me tell you about her real quick, guys. Let me tell you about her. She is probably one of the sweetest streamers I have met on this platform. Like, like when you go in her streams, it's just brimming with so much positive energy. And I had no idea. I, I honestly didn't know what creative streaming was until I met her through Wild for Games channel. And then I actually like went and checked out her channel. I was just like, wow, this is actually really interesting stuff. She's a leather worker and she's like super duper amazing at it. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to have a podcast and not have her come on the show. Even if I had to like literally drag her onto the show, guys, you don't know. I literally had to drag her onto the show, but, <laughs> but she is here with us today and I'm just so happy. Soulbound Leather also known as Suchi Coochie. So if some of you guys are like, who's Soulbound? It's like, she used to go by the name Suchi Coochie, but now she goes by Soulbound Leather. Welcome to the show. Happy to have you. I'm gonna give her a round of applause here, just cause, just cause she's so amazing. Soulbound, say what's up to everybody, and, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi guys, my name is, sorry, my phone, let me just <laughs> She's always busy. She's always getting orders and, and requests. I think earlier her dog shook right before we started. <laughs> so we had a little jingle jangle sound in the background. Yeah, it's true. I am like really freaking busy all the time. And it drives me crazy. Um, but anyways, my name is Sarah. Uh, I did used to go by Suchi Kuchi for a very, very long time. Um, mainly because that was my gamer name in World of Warcraft, which is actually how I first got started streaming. And um, recently I decided to change it to Soulbound Leather because ever since we, you know, Twitch started the creative section of Twitch, I've basically not really gone back to gaming. I, I've just been leatherworking on my stream. So um, that's basically what I do. Uh, anyways, when I first started, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. When I first started um, streaming, I was playing World of Warcraft exclusively and I was spending like eight hours plus in the game and I was like raiding, um, I don't know, like you can't say raiding professionally, but like that's basically what I did. And um, I met my friend Corbin on there and he was like, you should stream this so that way we could all see what you're doing and you can meet people and 
yada 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 so i was like what is this streaming thing <laughs> what is <laughs> so streaming started, yeah so like i started watching some twitch streams and the first person that i really started watching was kitty plays games um that was her name back then now it's kitty plays um but anyways so i first started watching her I was like oh i could do this maybe i don't know <laughs> and so i tried it and sure enough like that's how i got started on twitch uh I just was playing video games with World of Warcraft and then I really wanted to do something else with my life because um, my daughter Quinn, the, re the whole reason why I was able to play video games to begin with is because I was basically taking care of a sick kid. Like my daughter Quinn was really, really sick and I couldn't really like have a job or go to school or go to work or anything. And um, so I was like basically stuck at home with her. And when she went to bed, that was when I basically got in the game. Um, so anyway. I wanted to do something else. I wanted to like figure out what else I wanted to do with my life. Something that I could do while, you know, staying home, taking care of her. Mm -hmm. I started getting into crafting and everything and sewing and I figured out that I don't like to sew. And then I just was like, um, I'm gonna try something else. I wanna make this really awesome collar for my dog. And so I did and I loved it. I just got an old belt out of leather work or out of leather from a like thrift store in my area. And I got my grandpa's old leatherworking set and I was like, I'm gonna try this. And I freaking tried it and I absolutely fell in love with it. And I was spending like 16 hours in the garage working on leather. And I told my my stream and, you know, basically like my guild and stuff. I was like, guys, I don't wanna do anything else. I just wanna <laughs> leatherwork. So I'm just gonna stop streaming. Like I'm, I'm done. I, this is what I wanna do. I wanna get better and I wanna be awesome. And this is like right when creative was doing their test runs with the section you know they're like mm -hmm. okay we're gonna open this channel but it wasn't widely known at all like it was before bob ross started and my stream was like you can leather work and show us what you're doing while streaming and i was like what this is like beyond me i'm like oh my god that's amazing just opened and up so a whole new world and basically like it took me a couple months to quit but i told my 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 job i told world of warcraft guild that i was done raiding and it took them they, they couldn't find a replacement for me you know so i was just like you know what you guys i'm sorry that you can't find a replacement but <laughs> i put my two weeks in like three months ago and i'm done <laughs> <laughs> okay so it was a quick streaming what i was like oh okay she's like she put it into two weeks like guys guys this is this is not me anymore. I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, you must stay. Like, no, leatherworking has <laughs> called me. Seriously, World of Warcraft guilds, the ones that I was in were that serious. Like you had to go through an application process. You had to do a two week trial period to prove your skill. You couldn't be late wow. to raid. It was like a job, you know? And it was just like stupid. It was stupid, but fun at the same time. I loved it, you know. Wow. I still miss World of Warcraft, but so I you were like, you were like at a level. You probably could have been like a Sherpa and like guided like newbies <laughs> through raids and stuff. Dude, this is how stupid I was. Okay, I could have. I I think if I would have stuck with raiding and not moved to leatherwork, I probably would have been one of the top World of Warcraft streamers right now, because I was getting like three hundred people watching my stream. <laughs> watching me raid because it was consistent and I was raiding. Wow. And people love to hear my guild like I don't know, bitch at each other on OBS, <laughs> you know, it was just hilarious. And I was in Minic Sanctuary, you know, so like we were actually pretty good. You know, we were usually at least third on the server and fighting for first sometimes. You know, so we were pretty good. People like to watch our streams. 
Okay. <laughs> it was just funny. So, so mm-hmm. you pretty much have been in the creative since the channel, I guess, got out of what you could call beta into full fledged. So you've literally have watched it grow with leatherworking. Yeah. Uh, did 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 you just? go with that and and stay with like a lot of people when they come in on twitch they they you know like most people they start with games and they either just stick with it or they branch out had did you ever try something else like there's like so many people that paint they they, you know they do woodwork some people cook did you ever think about at some point like okay you know i love leatherworking but what if i tried my hand at you know something else or like once you did leatherwork and you were like you knew this is it for good this is me this is where i'm at did it ever well, cross your mind to dabble yeah when i was um so when i first started streaming in the creative section it wasn't about you know getting my name out there for anything it was i just didn't really want to do anything else i just wanted to love the work and then i still wanted to stream so that was like the thing that i wanted to do but i wasn't selling stuff i was just making things because i wanted to and then like it was just kind of more about hanging out with my stream you know and just kind of i mean i was a single mom so i needed to make money too you know so that was also like a deciding factor on whether or not i could continue to stream and i could you know i was just like cool i can still do this um so like that was just the thing that i did i was just i hung out with stream it was actually a lot of fun like there's a lot of old people I call them old because like, I feel like um, there's a lot of people that still hang out today from like those early days because they were just really, really fun. But no matter how hard I tried at any of that stuff, um, you know, I never could make like a real living wage on it. And so I just started um, doing things because I wanted to. (laughs) And so every once in a while I would just like, you know, have a celebration or um, I play some games sometimes. But I don't know, like I tried some things to see if I could grow my stream. I didn't like it. Like I just, I just didn't like it. I didn't like having to grow my stream. That was not fun for me, you know, like Mm -hmm. not the grind, like feeling like there was a grind wasn't fun for me. Um, Doing things because other people thought it would be cool just wasn't fun for me. And so I just, um, every once in a while, I would cook on stream just because I wanted to, you know, and then I'd tell people, hey, you guys, I'm going to cook this day. And if it was too hard to set up the stream, though, I just didn't do it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so it was just, I don't know, like, I just, for a while there, I went on a grind. And I was like, I'm going to grow my stream because I want to, I want to be able to do this and not have to worry about financial stuff, you know? Like, I didn't want to be financially, um stunted basically you know I wanted to be able to go and do things and um so for a while there I was trying to grind things out and that was right about the time when I got put on stream on you know so stream on was this thing on twitch where um they only did one season I don't think they're ever gonna do it again but um they took rising what they viewed as rising partners mm-hmm. and put them kind of like in a spotlight that I think there was like 15 14 or 15 of us and then they just like eliminated them and it was, it was basically like a game show you know a, a competition game show type of thing you had to go through challenges and stuff like that and they'd fly them out to the east coast like and do the saint dude thing and then they, you'd have a challenge that you had to do with your community it was it was really really fun um but anyways so that was why around the time when i when i was trying to decide on if i was going to keep this grind going or if i was just going to 
say screw it and do my own thing and um then stream on somehow out of hundreds of partnership applications they freaking accepted me and i was wow. like what you know because like i didn't expect it <laughs> and it was like seriously when i was like at that crossroads where i was like okay do i keep on doing this streaming grind or do i just give up on it and just stream because i'm having fun and then i got on stream on and i was like oh my god i have to switch gears i've got to grind this you know yeah and so that's i don't know if that was when i met you i think it was after that when i met you yeah because when i when i met you on uh wild for games channel I had literally just started. Uh, well, my channel, my channel technically is pretty. It's not old, but it's been around longer than I've actually have been consistently streaming on it. My channel's been around since actually 2013, but I was still in service, so it was like impossible for me to stream. So I pretty much just used it to watch other streamers, and then I've decided, you know, well, gaming is my passion. I want to do something with it. I'm. I like to make people laugh. I like to entertain people. Is there a way I can mix the two worlds together? And I said, you know what? Let me put my my streaming channel to good use. And I was always looking at videos. I was always looking at, you know, tutorials, putting everything together. And then one day at that time, because I, I had meant to go on Wild for Games channel, I think the day before, but something came up and I didn't get to meet get to go into that stream so the very next day was the day that you happened to be in the channel as well and i think i think you like followed me when i was still like in the, like the hundred hundred followers i'm like oh my gosh i got this twitch partner following me <laughs> i thought you were awesome i love you i was, was like so cool. i was like i got a twitch partner following me i did something right <laughs> and you were my first introduction to creative streaming. I still didn't know. Wild for Games, when I went on his stream, he at first was playing Rocket League. So I was like, okay, his name is Wild for Games. He obviously plays games. And when he was doing streaming tutorials, I kind of could see that. I was like, okay, you're on a streaming platform giving streaming tutorials. That makes sense. And then when he did your channel review, I was like, creative streaming? What is that? <laughs> I was like looking at the screen all squinty like, what? That's a, that's a thing? So I, I went and I poked around. I'm like, holy crap, there's like a whole there's a whole culture here. It's like, you know, and, and and it's it's a different thing. Like, guys, you might look at it and you're like, well, wait, this is a gaming platform. How is their interest into that? Uh, there's so much that these creative streamers have to offer. I mean, you get to see the process in action. And I got to say, there's probably more appreciation getting something from them that is custom made because i still i i haven't i haven't made my request yet because i am like being very and i oh that's the thing i have a, i have a logo now so soulbound yes. right, <laughs> coming right yes i i have been waiting to get the logo because i was like nope this needs to be off the and it's just something about having it handmade and it's and it's yours and you get to watch the process you're not going to a store and they're just stamping it on there and then you know here you go this is it like you get to see it made with care and yeah. and and it's just so interesting watching the process and then at first it's like you know i know there's a lot of people that i've that have told me they're like you know i thought about doing this this and creative it's like but i don't know i'm like that's the thing a lot of these streamers are self-educated and you've watched them grow and hone and master 
their skill and you you even have like uh like I, I guess you could say like class sessions every now and then yes that's my sub only streams now guys um, we just started that it's only once a month but people will pay like 30 40 dollars for a seven hour webinar you know and all i ask for is a sub mm -hmm. <laughs> and you can come to the classes and um even if it's month to month i said even if it's month to month that's only 4.99 I know it's such a great value and you get a lot of information. Plus you can join in on the live stream and actually ask questions instead of sit around wondering how was this actually done forever? Yes. That's what we do when we're creative. I, I might not leatherwork, but I was, I remember I poked my head into one of those streams and I learned about the grain and the stitching and I'm like, Oh, and the quality and the different types of leather and the, like certain cuts. And I'm like, wow, that's yeah. There's, There's a lot to it. A lot to learn. And here's the thing. You don't, so I thought cutting corners was fine when I first started. I think we all do that as hobbyists. We're like, this takes too long. I'm never going to make money, blah, 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 blah. Right? So I just have spent a lot of my early years trying to figure things out and then cutting corners. But then sometimes like we don't realize that it's not what we're doing that the problem is it's the materials that we're using or the technique that we're using that is the problem and you don't know that unless someone actually tells you you know mm. like if you're sitting here trying things out and i'm just like okay i can stamp this leather and it still looks like crap in the end why why does this look like crap well nobody's gonna tell you that the reason why it looks like crap is because you're using crappy leather you know like yeah. you don't know that the only person that's going to tell you is someone who's actually watching you and knowing what exactly leather that you're using. You could be using the same tool and doing the same techniques with the same pressure and everything like that and still get a completely different result. And it could all just come down to how good is the leather that you're using. And I would have never known that, you know, and there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that start this stuff off and they're using crappy leather and they're not getting the results that I am. And that's, you know, why I started this stream thing. So that way I could be like, you know, you got a question, I will answer it for you. We'll figure out, we'll, we'll get down to the bottom and figure out why this is not actually working out for you, you know? Yeah. So when, when you did, cause how, how long, I think you've five years you've been a partner or is it a little, yeah, well, yeah my five year, wow, five, no, four, four, yeah, four, four. still that's, that's a good amount of time, especially it being a creative streamer. So what, what, what did it feel like? when when you made partner like was it like oh i have reached the pinnacle of twitchdom <laughs> it was I am, pretty, pretty awesome <laughs> i'm at the peak of my game it was pretty awesome i don't know like um i got partner when creative first started and i know for a fact that they were partnering specific creative streamers that were getting a pretty decent amount of attention at that time mm -hmm. And um, I think that their goal was to kind of bring creative into a light on Twitch and move away from it just being a gaming platform. Creative was the beginning of IRL. People don't understand that. They think that IRL was started like way before creative and that's so not true. Um, creative was actually the beginning of IRL. And um, that was pretty freaking cool though to be partnered back then when it all first started but things in creative have changed so much since then and a lot of people are very upset with the way that things have gone with the creative section 
I'm not really upset, but I can see where the downfall happened. <laughs> now, so, when, when you say downfall, like, uh, do you mean like the the definition of creative has changed? No, um, the discoverability of people in the creative section has drastically changed. Ah. Um, let me give you a for instance. When that first year that creative was out, I was getting a consistent 150 to 200 viewers. And right now I'm getting a consistent 30 to 40. <laughs> you know, yeah. that is so, that's, that's not a... even partner numbers anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm talking about right there. Um, I think that the reason why is because they took the Jumbotron away. Because people, okay, before when Creative was first here, they had this carousel that was just like the front page where they would showcase a, a person who was streaming in the Creative section. It was just one big section. It wasn't like divided up into all these little guys. Um, but it was just like a carousel of people that was just like the front page, except for in that um, category of Creative. And what would happen is people would enter into the category of creative. And since all the creative streamers are streaming under the creative category, creative wasn't down at the bottom of what people could browse. You know, it was, it was like a good, it was at least the first five that people could browse when they first started browsing games to watch. Right. Yeah. So anyways, people would click into the creative section immediately. They were introduced to this jumbotron is what we called it back then. And, um, it was just a small little showcase of what people were doing. So you would see a video of someone on the Jumbotron. And um, then there would be like five or six streams down at the bottom where you could click on those too. And then you would see their video before you even went into their stream. So I think this was such a great way for people to determine whether or not it was something that they would want to see. And then they could scroll down and click on things, right? Mm -hmm. Now what's going on is people don't know if they want to watch it, you know? Like, the thumbnails of creative can be a little bit deceiving. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can see what's going on, but they're not like um, clickbait thumbnails, you know? So, like, we can do clickbait thumbnails, but it's stupid. Like, yeah. when I'm working on something with creative, I'm not going to sit here and, and try and show you my face, right? All the time. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know what's going on, it's just not click. It's not something that you want to really see unless you can see a preview of it happening. And I think that's what happened. I think people just don't know if they want to watch it. And so they just don't click, you know, but if you saw a video of it, you probably would click on it because it's kind of cool. Yeah. And, and, and this is just my, my personal opinion on, on Twitch's algorithm or, or layout or however you want to, you know, label it. Uh, there's a lot of things all spread out. I, I talked about it in, a, in another podcast. There's so much clickbait thumbnails out there that mm -hmm. that it's it's that and they're spread everywhere. They're, they're spread everywhere. They're spread through all the other platforms because I feel what a lot of those types of streamers are and i'm not you know calling any out specifically but what happens is since there's no real searchable algorithm on twitch it it, it, it hurts across the board because people you know on average i'll say most people when they open up a page or they browse they might scroll once or twice if you're really lucky three times and within those first few thumbnails they know what they want to where they're going to go you know where yeah. they're where their their attention is leading 
and with all these different types of streams popping up in all the different platforms it's affecting uh the turnout for for creative and gaming streams because in my personal opinion the two biggest types of streams on twitch right now uh that i see potential in are the creative and the gaming and yes the just chatting but the just chatting is so weird now because i'm thinking when i go in the just chat i'm like oh i'm expecting like you know podcasts i'm expecting game talk but it's like a mesh of uh, i don't know everything Everything it's a mess yeah it's everything and everything and it's like okay (laughs) not what i was expecting but i can see why it's shot to the top and i feel though now like people creative there's a lot of work involved that's why I'm like, okay, I can understand creative streaming. There's so much work involved. There's craft, there's knowledge, there's teaching. There's so much to give and so much to receive by watching creative streamers. It's like you can watch somebody create a cosplay outfit. You can watch you can watch Soulbound create a book cover for you with an awesome dragon design on it. You can watch someone make an amazing painting that you can buy from them and hang on your wall. And then you can turn around and you can go to a gamer and you can get gaming tips strategies or just watch them fail like me because you know i'll die and it'll be humorous yeah and then you go to you can scroll down a couple bit and then there's a streamer in one of these two categories that's sleeping and asking you to pay their rent (laughs) (laughs) and it's like well wait a minute well, that's the cool thing about Twitch is so diverse. You it's know? so it's much so hard stuff. To find what you're looking for. Yeah, and and I feel that, like I say, they just need to make more categories. They just need to break every. They need to go through and be like, okay, this needs to be here. This needs to be here. This needs to be here, and, and pull it all all apart and separate it because right now they just I had. Agree with you. But allowing people to choose what categories they enter is probably the hardest thing to uh, police because just people will sit here and pick whatever category seems to get them more attention. The more attention, yeah. Yeah. Wherever the bigger numbers are. That's the way things are. That's the way all all social media platforms are. Yeah. Yeah, because I know, what is it, ever since... uh, Because I'm pretty sure you heard about Ninja leaving Twitch... Yeah, I and and everyone everyone's like, oh well, yeah, you know they offered him a big contract, and I was like, ah, you know, there's probably stuff he can't discuss because of contract. I'm pretty sure, obviously, with the money that was offered, yeah, cool. Anybody offered a big sum of money that is really shiny and appealing gets wide eyes and goes, huh, okay. But yep. I'm also thinking it's probably because because Twitch has has grown. It's it's literally like youtube i mean it's basically youtube but live like consistently live and even big streamers can get lost in in that in that you know in that sauce because and i know this personally it's it's a little rough when you put in a lot of time a lot of effort or you you know you have a skill and you're, you're you've been able to capitalize on that skill and then someone else can come along and do something super simple and then their viewer base is just like boop 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 boop, and they're like, 
Wait, yep. what? <laughs> you know what? I think um, growth on Twitch comes down to a, a couple of things. One is very, very much consistency. I think that, yeah, you kind of have to be pretty consistent and in people's faces all the time. The other time is stream times, you know, make sure that you're live when it's most active because I can't be live when it's most active. And that could also have played into my loss of viewership, you know, because I can't anymore. I have a, a, a future husband that comes home and I cook him dinner and then he has to be in bed by eight because he wakes up at four. So my stream times are when Twitch is pretty much not active. You know, mm -hmm. and I think that also plays a big part. But also, I think it just comes down to like it's it's an up and down thing. You know, like there are times when I was one of the most popular streamers, you know, people, everybody knew who the heck I was. And then there was like other times where it's just like nobody knows me at all, you know, and I feel like the little guy of everything. Yeah. But then like every once in a while, like I'll go to TwitchCon and I feel like a goddamn celebrity, you know, it's just like. <laughs> I don't understand this Twitch thing anymore. It, it's 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 gotten weird. It's going through changes. It's going to continually be evolving and morphing. And there's never going to be. A, I don't think it's ever going to be a time where it's going to be just a solid. You know, okay, this is Twitch. This is this is what you go here for now. Like when you say when i talk to some people now and it's like oh i'm on twitch and then before they could just go oh you know you 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 stream video games now it's like oh well what do you stream on twitch and that's how you know like it's evolved as a platform it's like True. there's you can what exactly are you doing now the only problem i have and is like oh i stream games and they go oh you play fortnite <laughs> <laughs> like no i don't play fortnite and then they're like Oh, what do you play? There's no other game. There's no other game. Play on Twitch, you know? Yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I guess the gaming category is just Fortnite or bust. <laughs> play Fortnite. Play Fortnite. Uh, so you had just said when you go to the convention, sometimes it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, they're so bad, you know, or they're such coochie, and you're like oh well okay the, the world the world knows me does this happen to like yeah. at a lot of the conventions like because i know you go to like uh yeah. what was it soba and and other conventions so does this does this always happen or has it been times where you've gone and it's like crickets no it always happens and i don't really like i so i i don't understand it because i look at my stream and my stats you know and yes i have a butt ton of followers mm -hmm. But like my viewership is always pretty low, you know, it's not like very high and it, it rarely ever reaches a hundred anymore. And like I said, that could be attributed to, you know, the stream times and stuff. And so I, I think that people watch my VODs maybe, or they just follow me on social media and just see what I'm doing. I don't freaking know because I, I do go places and people do recognize me and I'm just like, how do you even know who I am? <laughs> I mean, they, maybe they're watching like the post streams, maybe. I don't know, dude. It's so weird. I don't know like specific things like about what I post in my streams, you know, and they'll tell me like what they liked about this post from like months ago. And I'm like, that is so freaking cool because even though it seems, and this is like actually a really good advice for everybody or, or whatever you want to say, but even though it seems like you're not making ripples, you really are. And you just don't know it, you know, like, 
and you'll never know unless you put yourself out there and just kind of go out there and meet people and everyone says network and i hate that word oh gosh i hate that word so much but I hate it, it really is it's just about going out there and just meeting people you don't have to be best friends with everybody like i'm not best friends with everybody but i am nice to everybody you know and i i usually try to remember specific things about people that i like about them and um I think that's really, really important, you know, like getting out there and just letting people know that, hey, I'm a real person and this is what I do and I like to do it. And then, and then sometimes people just want a little, a little bit of time to talk to you and about some of the things that you do and give them that time, you know, give them that little bit of time. And I think that's really important for anybody. Yeah, because I, uh, a lot of. A lot of people, you know, when they they step into the to the streaming platform, you know, they 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 have one or two thoughts. They're like, you know, they get overwhelmed or they try to make it really, really fast. And then they're wondering, well, why am I not getting anywhere? And it's like, you know, it's it's, it's all about time. It's and it's like you said, you know, it's it's getting to know in, in our case, getting to know the viewers. You know, a lot of people, they want to know you and they want to feel like they have that personal connection to you. They feel like they can relate to you. They, you know, and, and I think that's what the good turnout is because even though, you know, numbers are dropped, you, you still know you've got the, that consistent 30 to 40, you know, mm -hmm. and even for smaller streamers, if you got that consistent five to six, that's better than people, you know, coming in and out because because Twitch's algorithm is super duper weird and I actually looked up the math with it. So when you're first you I actually looked up the math on it. So when you are starting and you're trying to make affiliate and you have to have that average of 3 viewers, a lot of people go, "Okay, I'll have 3 of my friends uh watch me." And it's like, "Okay, and you know, if you have your own stream, we'll, we'll it'll boost the number up to 4." But what Twitch does is they always round the number down. And I think if I remember correctly, they round it down by one. So you can have your three friends watching you and you're doing your thing. You're doing your thing. I can't even talk. <laughs> but they <laughs> but they'll round it down to two. So then when you look at your average, you're like, well, wait, I had three viewers, but it averaged it. But it came out to two. It, there's there's a math equation to it. And they always round your number down. So. Yeah, so having it's better to have the consistency and, you know, the people that come back for you than having that crazy high number because you could come in and have like 40 or 50 at the start, but if like within an hour it drops down to like, you know, we'll say 10 or lower, that 40 doesn't stick with you. Yeah. It doesn't stick with you. Twitch is going to calculate what your what your lowest number was and round it down. And then at the end of that stream, say you went two hours and only an hour, first hour, you have 40. But for like the last hour and a half, you had 10 or less. That's the number you're going to get. So it's it's better to just have that consistency number. It's better to have it. Yeah. Plus, you know what? I think about this. Um... I have had a couple of friends on Instagram who have just absolutely been so enamored with this massive following that they have, right? Mm. And they're getting thousands of followers, right? And I'm sitting here with like my 
little 2000. Mm -hmm. Well, I was on Suchi Gucci and I had about 2000, but now I'm like at 1300 on Sold I've only been updating my Instagram on Sold Mother for a couple months. Um, but anyways, so like they get so excited about these followers, right? Yeah. And um, so for me, I, I, I'm a business. So for me, I think that engagement that is authentic is so much more important than just engagement that is nothing, you know, that just is a follower, a number or whatever, right? Yeah, kind of superficial. So anyway, some of these people just get so excited about all these followers, like go on their page and I look and see how authentic these comments are and likes and stuff like that. And I'm just like, this is so not authentic. Like they literally are only following you because you have a certain amount of numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, those are not for me. Those are not going to turn into customers. I don't want those kind of followers, you know? And I think that a lot of people get into this number game and they're just like, oh, all about the numbers and all about the many, many followers. And I think really you should be more concerned about how much engagement you're actually getting exactly. you know, from those followers. Yeah. Because I can post something and I know my 200 likes that I get from that, actually these people really did take their time and look at that picture and they care about it. And then I get comments on it. And I know that people care about this. They're not just like, oh, you look so sexy, you know, or, oh, that's so pretty. It's not just those comments. It's actually like engaging comments where people are asking me questions or they're commenting on precise things about that picture. And to me, I think that's so much more valuable than just an empty follow and an empty comment. You yeah, know, that's what I look for. And I think so many people just get caught up in the numbers and we need to forget about those numbers. Like, who cares about so and so who has, you know, 10,000 followers? Yeah, when those followers don't really care about his content, or exactly, content or whoever, you know, and it's really, it's really good you brought that up because, uh, there, there's, there's two things I wanted to want to touch on on that. Uh, it's like I've seen. You know, the, the whole follow for a follow thing. I used to think that that was a great idea. And back back in the day, it worked. Maybe it was because maybe people were authentic with their followers. Yes. But now they have the trend where, like you said, it's become the numbers thing. Everybody's worried about the numbers. So the follow for follows don't work anymore because as soon as that person gets your follow, they turn around and unfollow you because it makes it look like all these people want to follow me and I only follow a select few people. And then people want to be on their their bandwagon training it's just all these like you said empty empty follows yeah. and uh one of the one of the problems is and i i noticed this because I, I joined a few streamer communities you know kind of as a way to, to network but the problem is you'll see people they'll, they'll always post when they go live and one of the things they say is don't make your twitter feed just i'm going live i'm going live i'm going live interact you know, talk to people, comment, retweet with comments, actually be sociable. And in these communities, a lot of people were, you know, they post, they were going live, post, they were going live, post, they were going live. And there would be like maybe a handful of comments and like, you know, just absolutely no reactions. So I said, well, I'm going to try something different. I'm a streamer. I'm in the streaming community. I'm not going to post. I'm going live. I'm going to ask people to give me their links and I'll go view them. And I tell you, you want to talk about a, a post that blew up? <laughs> the minute I said, hey, who wants someone that can chit-chat in their chat? Drop your link. I got so many comments. I think I had like over 100-something comments. People dropping their links. And, but it, you, awesome. and I went. And I would, I, for whoever I could get to when they were live, 
I went to and I interacted with them. And they followed them, you back. And right? they followed and it me back. Actual, it was an actual interaction exactly. with that person. Yes. Because yeah. I'd pop up and they go, oh, you're from the community. And I'm like, yep. And I'd stay and I'd chit chat with them and we'd have conversation and I'd drop them a follow. And then even when I wasn't live, I look and they followed me back. Or I had someone who, you know, liked the post. They're like, dude, you know what? You're just cool. I am not yep. live, but I'm just going to leave you a follow. And he followed me and I followed him back. And then he pops into my, my stream every now and then. That's what people are missing now when they enter these streaming platforms. They're, they're very focused on the, the me, 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 number, number, numbers. And it's more about interaction. And this is just me. This is my, my personal thing. When you come into streaming, you kind of, you have to forget about you. It's not just, it's your, it's your stream. Yes. But you're putting on a show. It's like if the actors in movies didn't care about the audience, they could just come on, sit on set, collect the paycheck and say a couple lines. But because they care about their craft, because they care about their audience, they put on the best show possible. So when you stream, you have to forget about you and think about your viewers. You don't have to change who you are, but you just have to be, I guess you could say a little bit more open and receptive because there's been a lot of streams I pop in and I'll, and they're small streamers just like me. And I'll come in and I'll drop my, Hey, what's up? And they don't say anything. And I'll, yeah, you know, I'll, yeah, that sucks when I'm the same way. If I don't get interaction from a stream, if I talk in their chat, I'm like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, and the thing is, as <laughs> I, this is always confusing because like, I don't chat in bigger streamers chats, like the ones that have like thousands of viewers or whatever, because yeah, your chat, you, your hello is just going to there and gone there and gone yep. <laughs> they'll <laughs> never see it so i'm the person that goes and finds streamers like myself or even smaller than me and i pop in their chat and i go hey what's up and i've had so many interactive conversations with small streamers in fact one of them he used to have a youtube channel called those video game moments his channel was huge until youtube decided to demonetize it People loved his YouTube videos, loved them because he would take skits from like all the gamers would submit him skits and he would make like funny montages and they were awesome. They were amazing. And then once YouTube went on the adpocalypse and demonetization train, you know, he got hit Ugh. with it. Yeah, he got hit and he got hit hard. So he went to stream and his channel is pretty small. So I went to his stream when he was live and I was able actually able to catch it. And we had a good like 30 minute conversation about Japan. He was talking about like he wanted to go to Japan. I was like, oh, I lived there for like three years. And we just had an open conversation. A person who like was big on YouTube, never probably knew who I was. And we just had this open conversation and we we followed each other's channels. Like, That's so awesome. It was. So it was. What does he do though? Does he stream his? Um, so he does. What he would normally put on YouTube. Yeah, on, and now you know? now he he streams games. He streams when he's cooking uh, certain meals. Um, but he really does like game reviews. Like he'll play a game really in depth and break it down. And I like the way he plays his games. To most people, it would probably seem like really slow paced. But what he does is, if he's playing like an RPG. And he comes across something that he finds interesting. He has his laptop or his computer and he'll type notes as he goes. 
so he like remembers to backtrack to something or to do something or if he like he leaves little, little notes and i'm like that's really good because if he decides to do like uh, a text game guide he's already got the cliff notes for it and and when he plays the game it's like it's not he's not rushing you can tell he's taking his time to absorb the story learn the characters learn all the features make his notes and then i for me it was like kind of like watching a movie with commentating <laughs> that's so cool yeah so I was like, what I love about Twitch is the interaction that you get. But you know what? That's what we're going back to, right? Yeah. Interaction. People on Twitch, if you're trying to grow your Twitch stream, they want your interaction. So why are you doing empty follows? Like, why? It's not going to help. It's not going <laughs> to help. You don't want to have, and there was a thing. There's a thing. It's like, uh, there's so many sites out there. And I know Twitch has started cracking down on it where people could get, you know, bot follows or bot views or or, yeah. or whatever it's like you got to remember one you're paying for empty numbers so you could give yourself fifty one thousand plus followers but when you go live how many of them are actually going to watch you yep remember that how many of them are actually going to watch you would you rather have 300 and at least 20 watching you or would you rather have five thousand and only two watching you but you know, I, I mean, with Twitch being such a such an expanding platform, which I still got to say they they gotta make it a little bit more searchable, just a little bit, just a little <laughs> yeah. bit. But so since what? Go ahead. I was oh, actually I was gonna ask you a question. I was gonna say for someone who's starting out, never hasn't hasn't hit the on switch. What would be your first advice for them as a streamer? Like they haven't even turned their computer on. <laughs> Well, like... my first, oh, I don't know, because I, I can't just like answer this in one sentence. First thing that I would ask them, or I would sit down and ask yourself, is what do you want out of streaming on Twitch? That's the first thing That's... that before you press that like button, you need to know that. That's a very do you good question. Build a community? Do you want to make money gaming? Do you want to build a community around your craft? Or do you want to just showcase what you're doing? Like, there's just so many things that you could want to do with your streaming, but you have to know that before you even press live, because that's going to change the advice that anybody gives you. Yeah. You know, so like for creative, I got two things when people start wanting to do creative. Do you want to just have a place where people can see what you do and you can showcase it? Or do you want to actually build a community and grow your stream with creative whatever you're doing in creative being the topic of your stream, you know, like, what do you want to do? Because there's two different ways that you can go about streaming that way. You know, like you could spend time making sure that you have events for your stream. These are really, really important, by the way, for your streams. If you want to grow a community, having a uh, specific events for your stream, uh, maybe dressing up as certain characters, uh, doing like fun, entertaining things, but it's all about the stream. So your time, effort and focus is going to be on, you know, how can I make the next stream more successful? How can I make the next stream more entertaining? Like what what's a good event that I can do on this day? You know, like those yeah. kinds of things take a lot of time planning before you hit that live button. And that was would be the things that I would focus on if that's what you want to do is grow a community 
on your Twitch stream and it's your focus is the stream and not the craft, right? Mm -hmm. So then if you want to focus more on, you know, just showcasing what you do, in that case, it's a lot less effort and time, but you're not going to have the same kind of growth because it's all about entertainment on Twitch. It's not about, you know, well, if you want to grow on Twitch anyway, it's not really about, um, you know, what you're doing. It's about how you can interact with your stream and make things more fun and exciting the next time people come around. Yeah. So there's just different ways that you can go about doing it. For me, I was trying to grow on my Twitch stream and I spent an awful lot of time, you know, planning events and things. But since I switched to Soulbound Leather, um, I really don't want to be known as Suchi Coochie, you know, girl who happens to leather work. I'd rather be known as a good leather worker, like my work. I want my work to be known. And that was my whole thing and my mental switch was I didn't want people, when I was doing the Suchi Coochie thing, people would come to my Instagram page and they don't care about what I make. You know, they would come because they wanted to date me or be me or envied something about me that had nothing to do with my leather. Yeah. And now that I started doing things more focused around my leather and my soulbound business and less about, you know, like being just that um, influencer status type of thing. Yeah, just another uh, face on Twitch. Yeah, I get more orders. People actually respect me for for me being a leather worker and not for me just being a pretty face that streams on Twitch. Um people ask me questions about the craft now and like it's just a much better for me this is just what I wanted you know it's just a much better feel I feel so much better about what I am doing and who I am portraying on Twitch than I ever did before when I was trying to do all these different things trying to do you know grow my stream and be entertaining in this influencer status thing you know I just feel more confident in myself yeah. I guess and and the thing and, and and it's good that you say that because you know when you're doing something uh i won't say wrong um but when it doesn't 100 percent feel right or you feel like you're not entirely being true to yourself if you're not if you're not happy with how your stream is going or how it's running i'm not once again we're not talking about numbers we're talking we're talking about you when you're not happy with it then that's when you need to take the time to step back and go okay what do i need to change uh what do i need to fix and and for me it was the same thing i was approaching the stream with what's popular what's going to hold everyone's attention what 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 actions do i will i have that people are going to like and love and but you're not going to be able to please everybody yeah so the best way to start is do what you're happy doing and they will find you. They will. Yeah, I mean, no matter what you do, it's going to take work. It's going to take what? work. Streaming is a business. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need to be in the face of or people who are watching you, you know, like you're going to need to produce content. Yeah. And it's not just going to be turn your camera on and say hi. No matter what you do, it's going to have to be content. The question is, what do you want to do? You know, like, what's going to make you happy doing what you want to do? You're still going to have to put in the work. You're still going to have to put in the hours. You're still going to have days where you're just like, oh, fracking, hey, I got to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that, what's going to keep you <laughs> wanting to do it? And that's, I think, the difference. You know, people think that, oh, just do what you want to do and then no effort. It's like, no, 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 no. no, no. Do what you want to do. Just what is it that is who you are, not who you aren't, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, don't don't put don't put on a facade. This, you know, literally know as as Soulbound said earlier, know what you want out of it. Know what yeah. you want out of it. What what is the end game goal? And don't expect it overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> no. That's that's the thing. I, I I say it a lot. There's there's this thing going around with uh, instant gratification. <laughs> it's I will admit it's ninety five percent work, five percent luck. Yeah. You never know, you know when it's gonna hit. Yeah. So one other way that you could tell when you're you're not like doing what you think. Sometimes we think that we want something and so we work towards it, but we don't realize that we're really unhappy. It's exhausting doing something that you don't want to do. It is literally exhausting. So if you find that you're like dreading turning on that camera or you're trying to figure out, oh, what way can I make this better? You know, if you're spending more time trying to work yourself into doing this thing that you know you have to do for your stream, you're probably not doing the right thing. You know, it's not, it, it's going to be work, yes, but it's not supposed to be dreadful work. It's not supposed to be exhausting work. It's, it's supposed to be work that you look forward to doing and that you're excited about the outcome. You know, it's not supposed to be something that you are dreading for days before it happens, you know? Yeah, it's, it's definitely supposed to be a, a, a love, love all around relationship. Um, yeah. So like even even on your worst days, you're like, man, I can't wait to get in front of that camera. Got got a got a cold. You know, I'm going and... in front of my camera with like no makeup, and I'm like, sorry guys, sorry, I'm just, just I going for it. Oh, that that's I mean, yeah, you know me too. I just go in there and just got my hair flowing in the wind. It's like, look guys, this is my bed hair. You're like really, Itachi, just just stop, just stop talking. Look guys, what what? It's my bed head. I just wanted to get in front of the camera. And... And play with you guys. You got like that alpha alpha thing. <laughs> just sitting there, just just rubbing the sleep out of my eyes, guys. I just woke up, but here I am. Haven't even gotten out of my PJs yet, but I'm ready to go. But that's that's the thing. That's the the charisma. There you go. Just some of one word. Charisma. Ooh, I like that word. Char- I charisma. And you know what though? That's authenticity too. You're authentic. You know, you're not, I mean, and that's the thing. You don't, you don't have to follow a specific path. Like, yes, everyone and their mama is going to tell you, put on your best show. Look your best when you're going on Twitch. Yeah, you should. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people want to see some, some really nice looking people on stream. Like they yeah. want to see something attractive and mm-hmm. fun and entertaining, but it's okay to every once in a while be like, I didn't really want to put makeup on. As long as you're being authentic with the people that you're you're presenting to, it doesn't freaking matter what you do, you know? Exactly. It really doesn't. Exactly. And I know for me, when you were talking about, you know, something dreading, I originally started with YouTube videos. I originally started doing doing that before I really took to Twitch seriously. And you want to talk about dread? I hated doing that. I really did. Like the recording part was fine. Because it was like no different than when I, you know, talked to my viewers on the stream. It was just the audience in the future. But I hated that. Okay, after I'm done, I have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sit down and cut. And, and what I might think is funny, someone, the viewers might not have thought was funny. Or what I thought 
wasn't funny, they might have found humorous. So it's really hard. It was really hard for me to try to gauge what video was going to work, all the editing, then the tags, then the upload, and then got to rinse and repeat and do it all again in like a couple days. And it was very time consuming and it was very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. And then that was what brought me to Twitch because I'm like, all right, when the blooper happens, it's done. It's out there. (laughs) There is no taking it back and I don't have to edit it. Someone's going to clip it. And it's actually worked out because a lot of the things that I probably would have cut out of a video, my viewers have clipped and have wound up on like channels like GameSprout, which is amazing because I've made some ridiculous facial expressions and they love it. They love it. Really fun attachments. Uh, <laughs> so, so those things get clipped and then they get put on a YouTube video, and it's just like, well, at least I didn't have to edit it. <laughs> it's there now, <laughs> out there for the world. You know, this is why I don't produce videos because <laughs> I hate editing them. I Hell hate yeah. it. I don't mind recording. I'll record, sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the editing part, mm-mm. yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have YouTube videos for that reason alone. And I wanted to grow YouTube for a while. And it's like every time I think about growing YouTube, I have that dark cloud of dread. dreadful moment, yeah. you know. And then it just ends up getting pushed to the wayside. And yeah, I don't like editing at all. <laughs> so everybody knows that they can find you on on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash soulbound leather. Uh, what other mediums and medias, mediums and medias, <laughs> can they find you on? So I'm uh, very active on Instagram. So you can find me at soulbound leather on Instagram. And I also have my Facebook, which I don't use very often because I freaking hate Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook is a little. Butt. Facebook's a little weird. It's, it's... Dude, I don't get notifications. Like, I can't even like. Sometimes when I get messages on my business pages, I can't even see them or respond to them. And I know they're there because yeah. I see that notification. And it's like, why can't I get to it? So I just give up on it. <laughs> um, Facebook, though, you can still see my content because whatever I post on Instagram is automatically posted on my Facebook page, which is also Soulbound Leather LLC. See, this is how much I don't use Facebook. I don't even know what my... She, oh, she has to pull it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Facebook.com slash Leather. Additionally, I do have a website, soulboundleather.com. And then my Twitter handle is soulboundleather without the E at the end. So it's S-O-U-L-B-O-U-N-D-L-E-A-T-H-R. <laughs> write that down, guys. Write that down. Rewind. <laughs> write it down. I cannot stress enough. Check well, her out. Twitter thought that having one extra letter was or letter was just a little bit too long. Just so a little. I had to remove something. <laughs> uh, you're one letter over the uh, minimum, so <laughs> please subtract one. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's Twitter for you. You just yeah. one one emote too many. But yeah. Get- so um, yeah, that's where I post most of my content. Uh, just for those of you that are wondering, because we we kind of like went off on a lot of different things which is really cool uh i make a lot of knife sheets that's pretty much what my number one thing is that i do is i make knife sheets um i have made gun holsters i make other things i also am going to be at twitchcon in the artist alley selling some pop culture stuff so i do a lot of different things but mainly knife sheets and deck boxes deck boxes for magic gathering awesome by the way yeah they actually are really awesome boxes guys if you think i'm kidding you need to go check her out 
check her out watch one of her streams you'll feel at home i promise you if even if you're a first time viewer you will feel at home she has such a warm and welcoming committee a uh, committee what is with me and my words today i wanted to say community but hey it's a community of a committee there you go and and everybody there is is just so friendly and you get to just see and that's one thing i've always wanted to say uh about your streams it's just the way you have it set up it always feels warm dude we never get trolls in our stream either like it's so crazy we'll get trolls every once in a while and they try to troll me and they horribly like fail at it yeah and then they either disappear or they turn into regular really respectful viewers yeah and i like that <laughs> I, i'm telling you my stream never gets trolls it never really has and it's pretty freaking cool i love that you come in as a troll and you get the warm soul bound leather hug and then you become a follower and a long time viewer <laughs> okay except for i don't hug people <laughs> <laughs> She's not a hugger. I mean, I will at TwitchCon, I guess, if you can get a little huggy at TwitchCon, but. Just uh, two seconds max, guys. Two seconds max. Yeah. It's like side hug. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll the, talk to you. Where you do the, like, the squint, everybody does the squint smile when they do the side hug. They're just like, mmm. Like, hey. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of the same way, especially when, and I feel really bad. So any of my friends that are listening will go, oh, that's why. When they'll look at me, they'll, they'll call out my name and I'm like, hey. <laughs> you and they're like hey what's up and they go to give me a hug and i'm like hey hey how's life <laughs> you... i actually do there's only one place that i actually do welcome hugs and that is at twitchcon and i don't know why and i think it's just because everybody hugs people at twitchcon and that is absolutely the one place where i will actually run up to somebody and give them like a hug you know it's the only place so <laughs> Twitch, TwitchCon, where hugging meets. Is acceptable. Hugging hug is acceptable at TwitchCon. Other than that, don't hug me. <laughs> no hugs. Soulbound, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it, it, I really am glad that you were able to be on the show. Guys, this was solid advice from a Twitch partner. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's, you know... Look her up, follow her, and I i guarantee you guys are going to be very interested in, in her craft and what she makes. It's its really good stuff. But guys, really do check her out. Thank you again. Guys, make sure to follow me as well. Hit me up on Twitter, Atachi2661. Check out the Patreon, help support the podcast patreon forward slash atachi266 pretty much if you type in atachi266 in google you'll find me i've checked i've done the research (laughs) you can literally google atachi266 and you'll find me but also check out the site at atachi266.live have a good one guys and we will catch you on the next podcast later bye thank you what's up everyone itachi266 here did you enjoy that podcast if so make sure you follow me on twitter at itachi2661 and instagram at itachi266ttv also 
think about becoming a patron and help support the channel at patreon.com slash Itachi266. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.